0: Welcome to the Common Sense Connections app audio education series. We encourage you to listen carefully to the success and leadership principles discussed in this audio. They have enabled countless independent business owners just like you to build a successful business and have a full and balanced life. Uh, yeah, it's it's always weird standing back here listening to the introducer because everything he said was true, but it's like, why do we have to talk about shoes? I mean, I, I still get that. Now, uh, do you guys feel the same as I? I feel very comfortable and very um, honored being in the situation we are with this company with Joe, Sarah, Richard, and Carol at this point. Does anybody else feel the same way? We're we're in excellent hands, excellent hands. Life life changes in a split second, doesn't it? Um, And being involved in this business, being involved in this industry, you're not immune from those things happening. Um, and I'm, I'm not immune from that either. Earlier this year, I had set some very big goals personally and also uh, to build a business, and talked about them with my support team, the, the Libbys. And Tyler told me something that had come true over and over and over again. He said, "Every time that you set a big goal and you start working towards it, life is going to throw every bad situation possible at you. Just remember to stay focused on your goal. And I have not been, I'm not an exception to that um, statement. Through this self-improvement journey and being involved in this business for over 30 years, um, I've always been fascinated with the idea of self-motivation, improving your self-confidence, And especially self-talk, both verbally, what you say and what you hear, and also that conversation that goes on in your head 24 hours a day. So I wanted to explain to you why I've been talking so much to myself for the last couple of weeks, why I've got this bandage on my face, and how that conversation, how you can control that conversation so that you can get better results in your life and live the type of life that you really want to live. Some of you know that uh, about three years ago, I started to develop a small um, dry spot, I guess, on the side of my nose. And um, I just kind of ignored it, like most of us men do, thinking it would just go away. Six months later, it was still there. It was growing. It turned black. It started to bleed every night. And then I thought, "Eh, maybe I should go to the doctor. So um, I went to the doctor. They uh, said it was um, uh, some type of form of melanoma, and they scraped it and put a little bandaid on it and sent me home. This last November, uh, it came back. Um, another spot appeared uh, just above the original one. So I went back to my onco- the oncologist at OSU James, and um, they. Uh, Schedule me for removal in May, this past May. I went home determined to help my body help itself and heal itself. I changed my diet. I used the heck out of our products. And um, by May at the regionals, you could never tell anything was wrong. Because it had reduced in size, and color, went back to the normal, normal uh, skin tone, And I thought it was done. So I went to the the oncologist, and she said, well, let's cancel surgery, and we will bring you back here in three months, see how you're doing for a checkup. That was in May. In the middle of June, I got a sinus infection. I went by the emergency care um, at my hometown, and they gave me a steroid and antibiotic, which is kind of normal, started the uh, The medication, and two days later, I woke up, and uh, the spot had returned overnight. And every day, it grew. It turned black and started bleeding. Uh, Probably within four or five days, it was twice the size as the little bump on your your nostril. I went to the oncologist. They scheduled for surgery for two weeks ago. I was expecting a scrape, a test, put a Band-Aid on it, go home. That didn't happen. Um, once she got in there, the uh, uh, cutaneous melanoma had attached itself to the cartilage, to the tissue, and it was close to the bone. Um, I was expecting an hour surgery. Um, my mother was waiting in the lobby. When I walked out after five hours, um, she wondered what the heck was going on. I said, just get me out of here. That's all I want to do, just get me out of here. They took most of the cartilage, the tissues. Um, they left the skin. They had to do a skin graft, three-inch incision, multiple stitches, whatever. And um, once the skin heals, then they're going to take cartilage from my ears. And they're going to rebuild the side of my nose. So it's a good thing I got big ears. Let's put it that way. I got plenty yeah. of cartilage. <laughs> so. Uh, um, I uh, see, you gotta laugh sometimes. You just gotta laugh. So, um, I feel very fortunate today because I've got a very strong support team, uh, meaning my family, my friends, my group, um, and my support team, my actual upline support team. Because when I uncovered my bandage, I didn't wanna look at it that day. Uh, I thought it was just gonna be a little incision. You know, I didn't really pay much attention. The next day, and I took the bandage off a day early, but I had to see. I took the, took the bandage off and um, freaked out. Uh, I cried, and uh, it was not good. I texted <laughs> fine. Um, I texted my support team, um, Tyler, Gary, Judy, and Joe, and I told them what happened. And in that conversation, in that text conversation, um, Tyler told me something that uh, really hit home. He told me, John, you have two choices. You can hide, or you can be transparent. You can't do both, you can only do one. No one would have blamed me For just hiding and taking care of myself, except for me and maybe Tyler. So, I wanted, still wanted my dreams. I still have a lot of stuff in motion. And um, I'm so thankful that he told me that when I didn't want to hear it. He told me that good people trust other people who are transparent. And at that point, I knew I was not going to hide. I've never been I've never been a person to hide from anything, so I wasn't going to start right now. I also thought of somebody else that was in this industry and is in this room right now and he's from Minnesota, it's Lee Sage. We became friends several years ago in another business and he went through so and he is going through so much more than what I have to deal with. And he was transparent and he was here and he was supportive and he worked himself through it. Because he gave us and me an example of what to do. I also thought of a, excuse me, I also thought of a big screen actor. I don't know why I thought of this one, but um, it was Paul Walker from the Fast and Furious. He said, somebody's in the hospital right now begging God for the opportunity that you have in your hands. Do not, don't you dare go to bed depressed. Get up, count your blessings, and move on. That is so true. So by the end of that second day, um, after all the conversations, I got up and I started getting used to my new normal. Um, I may have to wear this bandage for several months. Um, maybe a lot of it's healing, and some I think it's maybe it's a little my security blanket, you know. I can cover that stuff up. But I won't have to play that regret card once it's all fixed saying that I lost six months or a year of my life waiting on this to be taken care of because I'm continuing to build my business towards the dreams that I wanted because I know I'm not up here to tell myself this story. There's somebody in this room who's going to go through that same situation or a similar situation like that and this situation would put the average person down and they would stop you and I are not average I never have been I don't think you are uh, I'm not going to start now now I'm reading this book talking about the the self-talk um, I'm reading this book from uh, I think his name or I think her name is spelled or said Jen sincero it's called you are a badass and it's it's a A book about habits and how to stop doubting yourself and your capabilities. And in that book, she talks about the little things that we say to ourselves every day that we don't think is harmful, but is actually killing us in our opportunities. Because those little things that we say, repeating over and over and over to ourselves, then become beliefs in our head. And we actually expect those things to become real, to become reality. I'm too old to build that business. I'm too young to be that successful. I don't look like they do. I'm too heavy. I've always been this way. Little things that are killing your reality. Our thoughts become our words. Our words become our beliefs. Our beliefs become our actions. Our actions become our habits. And our habits become our reality. So, if there's something that you want to change in your life that you do not like, that you want to improve on, whatever it is, it starts with your thoughts. Change your thoughts. That'll change your words that you're saying to yourself in your head and also verbally. Those new words will change your, become new beliefs. Those new beliefs make you do different actions that will develop different and better habits. And you will change your reality to something that you are happy about uh, and proud of. It all starts with your thoughts of what you say to yourself, and especially that conversation in your head. You're talking about that conversation in your head. Every one of you guys are having one right now. Your brain's talking to you. It's something that you can control. Now, have any of you ever had that, um, I guess, a fake reality or that fake conversation that you actually talked yourself into before it's actually happened? Absolutely. We all do it all the time, and I'm talking about that conversation that goes on when you're walking to the bank, when you're going to the grocery store, when you're meeting a new person. And for this, I've got, I, I, volu- I asked for a volunteer, but I actually volunteered him. Chris Nash is going to come up here. We're going to do a little skit that's going to show you. Please welcome Chris Nash to the stage. Come on over here, sir. Okay. Now, let's set this up, The scenario. Now, I'm going to be going to a doctor's appointment. <laughs> Who could figure that? And uh, um, I'm going into the, the, the doctor's office and I'm walking across the lobby to the elevator. Chris happens to be another, somebody else in the building going up there. Now, this first one is going to be what I'm thinking in my head. And this probably is you, especially if you're a new person, because you haven't really thought about controlling what's going on in, this, in your head. So here we go. I walk in the door, and this is just my conversation. Well, I got to get to my doctor appointment. Where is it at? Where's the elevator? Oh, there it is. Oh, that's a sharp-dressed man. He'd be a good contact to his business, but yeah, I don't know him, though. I'm not going to talk to him. So, but, yeah. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd probably contact him, I'd probably say something stupid and then i look really ridiculous. So, where's this elevator? So, yeah, I thought I might just wait. He's really sharp-dressed, he probably makes too much money anyway, so he doesn't need this business. Uh, yeah, yeah. Elevator door opens, we get in. I press number 11. You going? You what? No, I'm
1: not yet. No, no,
0: oh. go ahead. Oh, here, come on.
1: Oh, here. Yeah. Well, I am going.
0: Yeah, you are going. <laughs> he didn't read the script very well. <laughs> <laughs> what floor? Oh, oh are we ten? one? Uh, yes, ten. Okay, yes, ten. Yeah, sure. I'll tell you that. Get it. So, so we're just waiting. The door opens, he leaves. <laughs> I wait, I go up to the 11th floor, and as I'm walking to my doctor's appointment, I think, wow, I, I should have contacted him. I could, I don't know what to say, because I'm not that kind of, I'm really not really good at contacting. I probably should get better at this. I was, what am I thinking? I, this is stupid, John, I'm never gonna make any money at this. <sighs> and life goes on. Most of us have been in that situation where it just goes crazy, and you try to justify to yourself why you didn't contact that person who was standing beside you, okay? Now let's back up. Here's the second scenario. And in this scenario, we're gonna to listen to what actually is going on in this guy's head. Okay, huh, where's the elevator?
1: Yeah, okay, I <sighs> Gotta get this job interview. Gosh, I hope it's for enough money behind on my car payment. My wife is five months pregnant. I'm not even sure that, I, I, I mean, I just need a break here. Am I even qualified to do this? I'm, yeah. I'm at 10. Yeah, 10. Thanks. Whew. Just need a break. That's all I need is to break.
0: Door opens, he leaves. I go upstairs, life goes on. How many of you have been in that situation? Now, for us to control this and also build our business, we need to be one thing, a good social human being. That starts out all conversations, it'll start out all the the, uh, what do I say, what do I do, all this kind of stuff. So let's run through this one last time as a normal social human being. Where is the elevator? Here's no the problem. elevator. How you doing? Hey, hey, how are you doing? Good. Yeah, Tell me yeah, you press, press yep. Okay. Yeah. How are you doing, man? Good. good you, You're in here working. Yeah. Or I got, no, I got a job interview. Get oh, do right. you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, good luck. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Looking forward to it. Yeah. Here we go. Let's go. You're on what floor? Yep. Ten. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go into eleven. All right. Good. So, so where do you work at now?
1: I don't have a job, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um. This is uh. Uh, hopefully a good opportunity that we're looking oh, that's for. That's
0: fantastic. Yeah. So you
1: notice you're going to the, the financial floor? Yep. So that's yep. great. For sure. Yeah, you like it? Uh, I, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. That's fantastic.
0: Well, for sure. Here's your floor. Good luck, man. Hey, man, I really you, appreciate you, it. You got this, okay? Yeah, thanks. All right, thanks. I go up to my floor. He goes away with a good feeling in his head. Here we go. He goes away with a good feeling, a boost of energy. I go away with a good attitude in my head because I made a friend. That's what Tyler's taught me for years, just make a friend. Now every interaction, every conversation is not a contact, but it has the possibility of being a contact depending on where you're at and and how long you have to talk to the person. But take the pressure off of yourself to like, here's a sharp guy, I gotta contact him. Oh my God, there's a lady, I gotta contact her. I gotta contact this person. That's not the best way to be. You won't get very good results at that point. Just be a social human being. We may see each other on the way down the elevator or sitting out having lunch. And then we can continue the conversations at that point. I control what's in here. You control what's going on in here. And when you start going through that downhill spiral, stop yourself. Literally stop yourself and give yourself a pat on the break and a, just a break and start thinking good thoughts. We all want the same thing in life. No matter how much money you make, no matter where you live, no matter uh, what language you speak, we want to feel safe. We want to feel appreciated and loved, and we want to be heard. We all have dreams inside of us if we just allow ourselves to think about those things and go after them. And to obtain those dreams, you first need to control what you're saying to yourself because you have to be the best person that you possibly can be, and your thoughts in your head will lead you in that direction. Because those thoughts in your head have a, have a nasty habit of taking you down a rabbit hole that is not productive. I've got a dream inside of me to help a thousand people in my group make an extra thousand bucks a month. I've got a dream inside of me to put my feet in the sand every day of my life. I've also got a dream of living life on my terms. And I can't do any of that if the things in my head are counterproductive. You have to use everything to your advantage. Because bad stuff is going to happen. Perfect example. And I lost two days because of it. And I was determined not to let the third day go by for this to affect my life. You are here for a reason. You're in this room, and in this business, and especially involved in the people building industry that we are in for a reason. And that reason is not to make money. You're here to help people. Helping people isn't always fun and glamorous because we have to help them with their life, with their kids, with their spouse, with their health issues, and with their dreams. Be kind to people. We have an opportunity to bring hope to them. Get involved with the self-improvement system for you. Share the products and the opportunity for them. And I am positive every person in this room is going to hear something this weekend that will help you get past whatever struggle or hurdle that you've got so that you can continue on that journey to living the life that you've always wanted. I love you guys. This audio series was created to help you with personal development, professional development, and gaining the skills to build a sustainable business. While certainly no one can guarantee success, it is our hope that the principles and ideas discussed here will enable you to experience the thrill of accomplishment and offer your life greater significance and enjoyment. This is a copyrighted program. The purchase of the program is optional, and any unauthorized reproduction or broadcast of this digital media without express written consent, is strictly prohibited. All rights are reserved.